This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Are you still there? To delete your message, press 7. To save it in the archives, press 9. To hear more options, press 0. What are you talking about? Welcome back, everyone, to a special edition uh, emergency pod episode of the Battle for LA podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network. Uh, we are here today on this fine Saturday afternoon in LA uh, to discuss the Anthony Davis trade. Anthony Davis has officially been traded to the Los Angeles Lakers, according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, the Lakers had to give up a haul. The Lakers had to trade Lonzo Ball, uh, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including this year's 20, uh, 2019 number one, number four overall pick. Um, that's a haul for Anthony Davis, but uh, it shows the Lakers clearly are in win-now mode. And they really need to get this done. Get LeBron a second star. Get another star to LA. Period, and um, and and get this train rolling. Uh, I'm here with Bob Garcia, our uh, Lakers reporter. Ryan could not be with us, but he is here with us in spirit <laughs> today. Uh, Bob, what do you make of this trade? What do you think of this trade uh, right I, here for the I, Lakers? Like you said, it's a pretty big haul for for you know pretty much pretty big offer they give for gave for Davis. I mean, yes, he's like a very talented player. But three first round picks, which I mean, we I mean, we heard in the past before the trade deadline, it was you know they wanted three or was it four, right? Something like that. Um, it was like three yeah. or four, so yeah. I, I, like I didn't that. think that would be reached again. Maybe one or two first round picks. You know, this year is obviously number four pick, but and I'm just I am not surprised it happened. That I'm kind of taken back a little bit of that how many first round picks they they gave. Um, you know, we did hear that Lonzo would be in the deal, uh, that Ingram, is it Ingram or Kuzma, and then Josh Hart. Lakers kept Kuzma. That's the yeah. biggest thing. Lakers yeah. kept Kuzma. You know, that, that's that's the biggest thing. That was the thing that, you know, people were saying that wasn't the make or break for it. But at the same time, you know, they, we heard that the Pelicans wanted Kuzma. And maybe the, the addition of the first round pick was a way of getting them, you know, off of Kuzma. Who knows? But... Uh, I think so as well. I think so. so as well. It's it's again. It's not surprising, but I mean, it's a move they. I, I I feel myself they had to make. You know, we've hear all this stuff that, hey, you know, they're not the most attractive team to free agents. You know, they're not number one on the list for any of the free agents. So this definitely helps that case and uh, makes them more of a attractive destination for free agents. You know, whoever maybe now they have you know pretending on. Who's interested? You know, they, they have room for another star to add to the team. Yeah, well, recently Mark Stein of New York Times reported as soon as this trade was done, said that uh, the Lakers are now shifting their focus over to uh, Charlotte Hornets free agent Kemba Walker. Um, he has been reported to consider taking less than the max to resign with Charlotte and Char- you know, in order to try and get a winning team there. Um, I would not be surprised if this changes things, however, because... 
um, you know, just thinking about teaming up with AD and LeBron is probably enough to make a guy go, maybe I should go to LA. Um, yeah, I don't know. I know that Woj said that um, depending on when the trade uh, is complete uh, and whether Anthony Davis trades uh, um, waves his trade kicker, which is $4 mm-hmm. million, dollars, um, that'll depend on how much salary uh, cap space the the Lakers have. It'll be either around $32 million or $28 million, depending on whether he waves that. And you have to assume he, does, oh, he yeah. will waive that. Um, in order to help the team get a better team around him, uh, and then he'll sign the you know four year max next year, five year, whatever it is. Next I, year. I just think that 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 it should be a given at, at this point. I mean, I you know, bring another superstar, like you know, take a little financial hit here. You know, you're gonna have opportunities, you know, with your next contract, and then let's say off the court, you know, endorsements. You know, you're gonna make up that money. You know, given how big of a star he is already. But anyways, yeah, I, I do think, you know, that if they're going to go after Kemba, I mean, that just shows, I think to me, like I was telling you before we started, that I, I think that shows that, that maybe, you know, those other guys are maybe not on the map for them. You know, maybe not Kawhi. Uh, you know, I know they're hurt, but, you know, Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson, those guys are probably not on the radar for them as they would hope. Uh, but, you know, Kemba's still, a, you know, a heck of a player. I mean, he's... An all-star, he's had come up his best year, and he's, you know, proven himself to be one of the best point guards in the league. You know, at least, you know, at least in the East, to say the least. So, I mean, it's, uh, it, I think it, I think, you know, them having LeBron in, like you said, LeBron and AD, should be more than enticing for him to, you know, at least, you know, listen to. Oh, I think I think yeah. it's definitely going to be enticing, and I think the point guard obviously is the biggest position they need right now. You can't. I don't know if you. I don't know if you can really fill this position with like a stopgap sort of point guard with like maybe like a Patrick Beverly or something like that, where it's like, I think you might yeah. need a star at this role, at this position to, to fill in, play alongside LeBron where, you know, he can give LeBron some rest or give it some 80 some rest or, uh, you know, vice versa. Um, yeah. I, I think it's important that they, that they land someone uh, because they're, they're pretty shorthanded right now. They don't really have a lot of depth. They mm-hmm. gave up heart who was a big part of their rotation. They gave up Lonzo Ball, even though he was injured, he was a big part of their rotation. They gave up Ingram, who the last one was at three years. He was a big part of their rotation. Um, I want to get to the interesting part here, which is the uh, Ramona Shelburne of ESPN said that uh, the Pelicans were not interested in the Lakers' first-round pick next year, but through pick swaps, they essentially have control of the Lakers' draft for the next seven years, which is interesting because it sounds like David Griffin really, really knew what he was doing here. Um, the next seven years, I mean, LeBron's got three years, two years left on his deal with LA and then a player option for the, for the final year. Um, and then, you know, who knows what happens after that? Maybe LeBron, um, decides to go back to Cleveland. Maybe LeBron decides to retire. Um, you know, and then, and then you're left with, uh, AD and maybe another max guy they signed this summer, or maybe just AD and fillers around him. Um, so the Lakers could, could be. In a position where, if you remember the Brooklyn yeah. Nets when they when they made that big trade for Paul Pierce, <laughs> Kevin Garnett, they were an ultra they were an ultra yeah. win now mode. But like you know, we didn't see them have a first round pick for what was it yeah. like five years? It seemed like everything yeah. went to the Celtics. Um, so that is a that that is something to watch for. I think David Griffin knew exactly what he was doing, um, and it looks like that number four pick from this year is also available in trade talks. So maybe the Pelicans aren't even done making moves. Uh, but I think it's interesting that the Pelicans decided to, you know, instead of getting Kuzma, get an extra pick. And then not only that, but also do the whole pick swap scenario where they could potentially get some nice 
lottery to maybe like 15, 16 pick once LeBron is, is older, maybe AD gets injured yeah. one year. You know what I mean? Uh, that that's interesting for the Pelicans. Yeah, I, do that. I just think that this there's there, obviously there's gonna be more details that are gonna come out, but uh, I mean it's 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 a it's a move that gives the Lakers options. Um, just touch on real quick about the Kemba thing. I think he fits in with what they they need at that position because you need a guy who can gaze on buckets there. I mean it it just you know Bron hasn't operated with a point guard who's more pass first because because of the way he is as a player where he's in that kind of mode too where he's you know dishing the ball out as well so um I, I think he's he's a good fit there but as far as the other you know other things they need they obviously need you know point guard depth they're gonna need depth you know they're on their bench for sure um who's keeping Kuzma's big because that gives you another player you can put in your start lineup uh regardless of what they get right now at this point um but i mean it, it's 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 i think it's just like i said it's just a move that they needed to make um be it ad or uh be it another star player you know like maybe like you know bradley beal if he was on the market um but i mean it's 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 a good step in the right direction now you have you know a bunch of different options that are available to them and it's going to be on them to uh you know make a case and make their pitch to other free agents and you know, make the right signings. I'm like, you know, like last year where this things just quickly fell apart as soon as LeBron was out of the mix for those for that stretch. And you know, I, I you have to wonder if the you know the Lakers didn't want to budge on Kuzma, and I don't think they really wanted to add anything else. Um, but you have to wonder if Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson's injuries. You know, basically we we've said this, but the West is wide open next year because Kevin Durant's likely going to miss all of next year. Maybe he'll come back for like a, you know, maybe in May. Uh, for the playoffs, and I don't know if you can yeah. really throw him into a playoff series after coming off an Achilles injury. So he might be out for all of next year. Uh, Clay Thompson tore his ACL. He's going to be out until at least you know. Uh, I've seen timelines. Timelines that vary because it could be it could be a six, it could be five, it could be closer to nine to nine months. Um, so he could return anywhere from you know January pre All Star to maybe even all the way post All Star. Um, so I just think it's it's interesting to see that maybe the Lakers saw a, a window open up even more with LeBron and the chance to get Anthony Davis, and they said, "Hey, we're we're taking this now. We're not we're not going to risk anything. Let's just go for it now. We have LeBron. We can get Anthony Davis. Maybe we'll get someone in free agency after that. And from there, um, you know, we've already seen Vegas. A couple of Vegas sportsbook already have the Lakers as favorites. Um, I." You know the West is wide open right now. I the Lakers are probably a top if they're healthy, and this is a big if. It's a big if. If they're healthy, they're probably they're easily a top two team in the West right now. If if they can get some solid pieces oh, around the AD Clippers? and LeBron. <laughs> well, the the Clippers see they're gonna they're gonna get Kawhi, so we'll see where that where that where they'll be. Hopefully, they get Kawhi. Um, it just depends. It just depends on what free agency does. You know, Chicago Chicago's looking to steal yeah, Patrick that. Beverly. That's kind of a that's kind of a thing to watch for. They're trying to steal Pat Bev. He's a Chicago guy, but I'm hopeful he resigns here. Uh, but I'm also yeah. hopeful he just gets paid, to be honest. He deserves to get yeah. paid. He's been underpaid for a while. He's a hustler. He's he's everything you'd want mm-hmm. in a in a teammate and a guy you want to root for. So, so I just hope he gets paid, first and foremost. Yeah, um, right. Right. <laughs> no, go Ask your question. Yeah, so, I was going to ask you. So, so, Tomer, so how do you think this impacts the Clippers? You know, what's, how do you think this impacts their approach to – uh, to the off season, I mean, it's it's got to change it drastically, right? Uh, no, I, I mean they were going for big fish and big fish only. 
that was AD, that was Kawhi, and that was uh, that was AD, that is Kawhi, and that is Kevin Durant. Uh, I shouldn't say was. Um, you know, AD is off the table now, and honestly, I, I don't know if if Anthony Davis is someone they really considered trading for. Maybe I'm, I'm sure they did want to trade for him, but um, the Pelicans were asking for a lot. I think they were asking for Shea Gildas, Shea Gildas Alexander. Uh, I think they were asking for probably mm-hmm. probably Montrez Harrell in there, maybe Gallin- Danilo Gallinari, maybe the uh, unprotected 2021 Miami pick, yeah. which is looking good right now. Um, so I think the Clippers just saw uh, Pelicans asking for a little too much, and they had their eyes on – I think they feel good yeah. about Kawhi Leonard right now. Um, you know, just all the interviews, the feel out of there is that, you know, he, he has never had a chance to, to make mm-hmm. his decision in free agency. Um, he was, he was, he led San Antonio to a title, won a finals MVP in the West, went East, uh, first year led Toronto to a title. That was a magical run for them, especially for him. He has a finals MVP now. Uh, it just seems like, you know, the Raptors would be at peace if he decided to leave. Uh, I, you know, I was watching that interview with Rachel Nichols, uh, yeah, you know, Lowry and, uh, Kyle Lowry and Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard after the, after the championship. And and Kawhi and uh, Kyle Lowry said he's not going to pitch Kawhi to stay. Like he knows what he has, but at the end of the day, he's also going to, uh, you know, he wants him to be his teammate. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's just going to be happy for Kawhi and his family because he helped him get what he wants, and that's a championship. That's a Larry O'Brien Trophy. Um, so you get, I, I get the sense, anyways, that the Raptors yeah. obviously they don't want to lose Kawhi, but this title is so meaningful that if they, if he were to lose, if he were to go. They'd be thankful, you know. They'd they'd be happy for him. They'd move on. Each each, each team would move on in their separate uh, directions. Um, yeah. As far as as far as AD, I don't think the Clippers really. I just think they asked for too much. Um, but I, I told you this a couple of times. My prediction was the Lakers get Anthony Davis <laughs> in a trade, and then the Clippers hopefully sign Kawhi Leonard, and then that'll be like a battle for LA thing where. We could see a conference that final between nice Lakers and Clippers. Yeah, I don't think they've ever played in the playoffs, right? I mean, there would be a first, right? No, they never went head to head. No, they oh. they had one where uh, the year the the yeah, year the Lakers that. blew a three one lead against the Suns. Um, the Clippers mm-hmm. took them to Game Seven, the next round. I believe. Wasn't that the I believe, Sam it was, I believe it was the Suns. Yeah. One, right? Yeah. The eight second violation or something. I think it was that. Yeah, I think it's that one. So, hey, your team was up 3-1. We could have had a Clippers-Lakers uh, playoff series, but one of you guys had to blow it. <clears throat> I don't think you want to talk about blowing playoff leads here tonight. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's relax. Yeah, Let's no, relax. But, uh, no, like you said, I mean, it's just, it's, this changes a lot of things. I mean, it just, it's like for the Clippers, I, I just think that, uh, I mean, you have, I mean, yes, the Kawhi got a championship and, you know, the Raptors do have a, strong case for you know keeping Kawhi you know you have a team that he's already comfortable with obviously it's got a lot of veterans on the team guys who are you know now championship tested players uh and you have uh young talent there you know Siakam Van Vliet um and you know you got pieces there to you know in the way to in to the in the east where you can you know you can have a good chance of repeating again you know just it's the team set up in that manner, but as you said, I mean, I, I watched those the, those interviews as well, and I watched, you know, Rachel's Rachel Nichols interview, and the way he was speaking, it was just, I mean, it just seemed like, you know, mission accomplished. You know, now I can move on to my next task. You know, to what I want to do now. 
um, you know, what, what I want to do with my career and where I want to go and, you know, you know, where I want to spend the next several years of, you know, my NBA career. And, you know, he's already, he's already done. There's, there's not going to be the allure of like, Hey, you know, you, you, you can win, you know, championship here. We got championship pedigree here. He's got it already. He's got the two finals MVPs. He's got the two titles, obviously. He's got all the accolades, you know, and now he can just focus on where he wants to go, what he wants to do. With, I just wanted to add to that, with KD going out, possibly never being the same player again with his Achilles, uh, with LeBron's mm-hmm. injuries and sort of getting older, Kawhi's probably the That's best player in the NBA right now. Um, so adding the best player to your team, um, I mean, there's no way that that's that's huge. That's huge. I think I think the Clippers will start with that if they can get him. Um, but yeah, the, uh, this this should be a this should be a very interesting uh, yeah. off season. Um, did you see the uh, the a couple Lakers yeah. players have responded on Instagram to the trade? Brandon <laughs> Ingram put a smiling emoji, and then Josh Josh Hart posted a photo of himself just smiling. Uh, we'll tweet we'll yeah. tweet that out in a few minutes for you guys to see. But yeah, uh, my, wow, that was that was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, These you guys, guys are probably, I guess, enjoying you know, it for this last what do you say several months. They've dealing with this cloud over their head of are we staying or are we going? And you know, this trade brings finality to that, and now they can just focus on you know, play, you know developing as players and helping their new team out. You know, be a, you know go to the playoffs and possibly build something long term that can be very successful. So. Now they've, you know, now they've, they don't have to worry about all this, like, trade talk around the team. No more of this, you know, like, you know, how does LeBron feel about us? How the organization, organization feel about us? So now, you know, they can turn the page and focus on, uh, you know, doing what's, what's best for their career. And, you know, now it's, I don't know, it's just a new chapter for everyone now. I guess the best way to put it. I think one important piece to talk about here in this in this trade is that the uh, the Celtics refused to include Jason mm-hmm. Tatum in a trade package for AD. We heard a couple times that uh, the the Pelicans preferred to trade with the Celtics and not the Lakers, but ultimately uh, the Lakers package just was too much, and the Celtics didn't give up enough. Are you surprised the Celtics didn't give up Jason Tatum? I'm in the not trade? surprised because of the lack of commitment long term that they were. You know, you obviously have they were going to get from Anthony Davis. You know, you already had Rich Paul come out saying that. He's going to enter free agency next year, regardless of what happens. And I mean, already have the rumblings that he doesn't want to go to Boston. And, you know, have his dad come out and say he doesn't want to go to Boston. So um, that doesn't, sort of doesn't help. And then you have the whole thing with, with uh, Kyrie, who's, you know, already going to test the free agent market. And he signs with a new agent, which I know it's, you, you know, you can't always read too much into that. But, you know, he signs with a new agent in Rock Nation over there with them. And, you know, you hear this thing with, uh, you know, all we've been hearing for the last several months, you know, him and Kevin Durant been talking and talking and talking. And then he had, I think, there was another report that, you know, they were still talking, you know, this last week. And I was, I'm, I'm thinking that when KD went to New York, that him and Kyrie were, you know, obviously talking more. And, you know, there, there's, there's, there's just too much uncertainty there. And that, um, you know, I... I they didn't want to mortgage their young guys, you know, to another team or you give them up and then for a rental player, essentially. So um, I'm not surprised, but again, I mean, it just shows, um, you know, the Lakers were willing to take the risk, you know, willing to take the risk on a player who's, yes, he's very talented, but he does have an injury history. 
And, you know, you don't, you don't know for certain if it's all going to work out between, you know, on the court, you know, if they're going to be successful pairing or not, but you know, they want to win now and they made the move. Okay. Real quick before you go, what is your prediction prediction for how many wins this team, <laughs> this AD LeBron led team oh, has man. next year? That's, okay. We're doing hot takes already. But, uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I would say right now as, as, as is, obviously they got to fill out the roster and, See where they go to for, uh, with the off season, but I, I just feel that they should be a playoff team at the very least. Uh, as far as wins, oh man, I want to say just right now what they have. I would say uh, like fifty, and that's kind of high. But I just feel that you know they, the, given that the Warriors are, are looking like right now with their injuries, and then you have you know the Rockets. You don't know what they're going to do with their roster. Um, I feel like you know they should be able to move up into the you know middle of the you know middle of the pack at least in the playoff picture with what they have now. Obviously, they fill out the roster, but um, they should be a top four seed. I would I would believe um, at the least. But uh, yeah, I I again, I mean I I don't know who they're gonna get next, but I just feel that they're gonna be a playoff team and at least I would say okay, say fifty wins. What do you think that they're gonna get? Yeah, I would say right around fifty. Uh, it just depends on uh, who they fill out the roster with, and who they fill out the roster with, and if they can stay healthy. Yes. Health is such a big issue for this team, uh, especially uh, Anthony Davis, who um, just can't seem mm-hmm. to put together an eighty-two game season. Um, not a knock on him; it's just it just hasn't. Um, if LeBron can come back healthy. Uh, because I don't think he was 100% when he came back from his injury. Um, and then uh, just, yeah, seeing who they fill, fill the roster on. Are you going to fill them out with <laughs> Lance Stevenson's and Michael Beasley's and Rajon Rondo's? Or are you going to put solid you know, veterans who know their roles and, and, and are, are good locker room guys who can get the job done? Um, so I think that it depends on that. But I, I would yeah. say probably 40 no, to 50 wins is, is, is possible. That's you're going to go to the rock there and hold their roll and shut their mouths. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our episode for today, our Anthony Davis special. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. I'm uh, Tomer Zarly. You can follow me at T O M E R A Z A R L Y. You can follow Bob Garcia on Twitter at D Garcia IV Sports. Uh, you can leave us comments, subscriptions, uh, reviews, whatever you like. If you have questions for us you want us to answer, go for it. Um, yeah, but this is Battle for LA Podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network. We hope you Thanks, enjoy guys. it. And we'll see you soon.